What up, fam? If you're new to the Snapback Sports Lab, make sure you hit subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or follow on Spotify. It's free as always, and you will get these episodes downloaded straight to your phone every Monday and Thursday when we record. On this episode, we recap the NFL Ravens lose, Eagles lose, Dolphins win, the crazy DeAndre Hopkins catch, and much more. We talk a little Masters, but most importantly, the NBA trade window is opening. And who is going to make that move? Will Brooklyn get hard intruder to the Lakers the biggest surprise we talk about it all and then we close with Eagleson's session on school snapback fam new app the Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson I'm a Raven his own all year every year Jackson takes it himself oh he broke his ankles What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, from upstairs is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Knock on wood if your football team lost to a bad football team today. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep keep knocking, Jackson. We're we're recording after Ravens-Patriots. Um, I feel like normally I ask you what's on your mind. It's something Eagles related. You go into a little not Eagles always, rant. Not always. So I figure it's a, it's a similar scenario. Quick synopsis of the game. I thought Lamar actually played pretty well. Bad decision before the half cost us three. But overall, I don't put that on Lamar. I think the worst part about taking, I mean, obviously end of the game, New England, Bill Belichick up to his old dirty tricks, turning on a hurricane. Like, come on. I get it. <laughs> dude. But, the, like, pulling a hurricane dude, out the, of your bag, the, that uh, was clutch. The, the, the time lapse of, like, 15 seconds in between the holding call on the last drive of the game and the snap, I swear to God, it was 15 more inches of rain. The screen went absolutely <laughs> gray. Insane. You could not see Lamar Jackson. It was insane. Um, I think the biggest takeaway, obviously Boyle is a huge loss. The injuries are piling up for the Ravens, but somewhere where we thought, you know, the Ravens have a good roster and they're waiting on Lamar to play well doesn't appear as as much or as clear after tonight. You got some problems at center on the O-line. Defense was shaky without, you know, their two run stoppers, which will be good for Derrick Henry. But overall, I think that's that's the NFL football. You know, you go into a, a really good coach team. The weather's at play. You make the Patriots made a play. They didn't turn the ball over, and they win a football game. I think that's how it goes. Um, so nothing to call home about. Ravens now probably dumb for the division. Lamar road playoff game. Get the reps in. Get everyone healthy. But it will be quick to point out, not to dismay the Ravens, but six teams. I think you said it's six and three. So no, no one's a lock for the playoffs by any stretch. Even the Ravens. So you know you uh, um, you know there was zero point zero zero involved in this game, right? We, you didn't acknowledge yeah, you not, didn't yeah, you so didn't acknowledge good. that part. Um, as far as the Ravens go, I think I'm gonna plead the fifth until uh, stock up, stock down. Okay, all right. Uh, people's parlay, my bookies, people's parlay. If we want to talk about like what really upset us tonight, is that we are two and zero heading into Sunday Night Football. Thought we had a Abe good shot. Make these picks really? on Wednesday. This is we bullshit. Make these picks this on is bullshit. Wednesday. How are you supposed to? I'm sorry. Are you a weatherman? Forget, forget being a weatherman. The weathermen don't even know the weather. <laughs> the weather it's, it's it's the Venn diagram and, of weathermen and Hall of Fame baseball players and it's the middle section is a 30% success rate. 
It's ridiculous. So the Ravens uh, didn't put up the points. The Patriots actually brought it home for us points-wise, but came up short. Weather killed us, so we fall to 2-1. I actually thought this was like the week. Once we were 2-0, I actually felt pretty good. So people's parlay, mybookie.ag, backslash snap exports, you know the deal. Let's pick a Monday night football bet winner. I we had the Vikings, that was my pick, but then Abe saw a stat. He's been big on the numbers. Oh, I'm I'm riding thoughts? with Nick. I'm riding with Nick tomorrow in the Ugh. Bears. Now that I don't have to root for Kirk Cousins on prime time, that was killing me on the inside. What is he? Oh and nine on Monday night football. We're talking uh, in the Bears last eight you know what? Call me numbers granoff, baby. In the Bears last eighteen games as home. Oh, don't want to mess this up. As home underdogs, they're 13-4-1. I'm riding with the numbers. I'm taking Nick. You know what? I'm not even taking the points. I'm taking the money line on the Bears tomorrow. At Soldier Field, that defense shows up. Kirk Cousins goes into his Monday Night Football self. We've seen this movie before. The Bears' offense is really bad. The Vikings' defense is really bad. It should be fun. Yeah, it's like which one is going to come through. Is Hopefully, under, I feel like we could get over. some memes out of this game, some dumb faces of people yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. My Monday Night Football bet would be an Adam Thielen reception bounce back game. He was limited last week against this is, the Lester That's so opponent. weird. I'm so weird. I just came up with it on the spot. So Adam Thielen over receptions. It's my pick. Place it for good money. Um, and then go to mybookie.ig backslash snapback sports. Any other betting things? Did, we didn't hit a master's bet. I didn't make a master's bet. You didn't hit a master's uh, bet. No, I didn't hit a single um, master's bet. I didn't hit a I hadn't. I haven't hit a single cold. bet all week. Yeah, I, uh, the boys are cold. The boys Plain are cold. simple. And, and I'm okay with that because I'm – I don't have any credit left, and I'm just waiting on my However, Biden I, presidency to get. In positive light, I did not bet on the Eagles this week. Congratulations! I hope I talked you out of that. You to did a degree. The only thing that held me back was looking at my balance in my account and like feeling some some self shame, if you would. Um, yeah. I just thought, you know what. Oh, we even lost. If if you guys have been following the snap, Abe and I, Abe visited me in Florida. We played a <sighs> scramble against my dad and cousin. We lost money. Nobody on to, that nobody as well. to blame the but ourselves. On that was old. coaching. That came down to coaching, plain and simple. I'm curious if there are any golf people out there. So let me let me pay, let me paint a little there picture are. for you. Jack and I are on 16. Granted, Jack and I not the best at golf. You know, we'll put it lightly. All right. Both of us chunk it in the sand. The sand is about, I would say, what, three feet? Like, at the end of the sand to the hole. We're looking at, like, four or five feet maybe, right? We're on the edge of the bunker. One of our balls is there. The other balls is probably hmm, 40 feet the other way off the green. We could have taken a chip from the green and two-putted from, from, the, the, from fringe, the fringe or putted it and two putted it potentially. No, the rough. It was or more so the we rough. We bank on our not so great golf skills and we each have one chance to get it out of the sand. We got it out of the sand. It just it went a lot farther than it should have. I'm just curious. I, you know what? I don't think that was the right coaching the the wrong coaching move. I think I would have done not. it again. We're so I think close. I would do we it again. We were deep in the sand. We're just not Sam players, and we had messed up in the sand earlier. It's a good segue into stock up, stock down. My number one stock up, Dustin Johnson. 
he was he had the Lamar Jackson over when leading after 54 holes. He closes that, wins the Masters, puts up a nice score. But come on, the girl Paulina Paulina, Paulina Hello, Paulina. Well, okay, I'm so because you said this, because you said listening. that, I'm, I'm going to do two and a half stock downs this week. So this is my half. I'm just going to say Augusta mm. because what do you finish at minus 20? I thought this course was supposed mm-hmm. to be hard. This is a this is. I mean, even I might be coming through first. This is a major we're talking we about. The guy goes minus twenty. Figure it out, Augusta. You got about mm, I don't know four months till the next Masters. Yeah, yeah. You're up. Stock up. Stock up one. or stock down. Oh, stock, stock up. up is thief. The crime of thief because the NBA free agency is starting and trade windows starting. A lot of transactions are starting. And people are able to decline and accept their player options and go into free agent. Now, let me name you a few players who are going to be making over $25 million next year. Nicholas Batum, Otto Porter <laughs> Jr., shout out the Wizards, Andre Drummond, I think Tony Snell's getting $12 million a year, Mike Conley's mm-hmm. getting close to 30 Thief is at an all-time high in the NBA, and that is why it is my stock up. These guys, though it's the team's fault for giving them the contracts or other teams or taking them on and such, seeing guys of those nature, like like ha- having to face a decision, would you like $28 million? It's just absolutely <laughs> hysterical to me. And these guys are robbing NBA teams in a damn pandemic, my G's are coming through and just collecting a quarter mil, quarter, sorry, quarter of a hundred million dollars. I like that stock up. Stock up number two for me, good teams. I think like Abe's been really all over, which is the Chiefs are the that best. That has been team. all over. That's in been I think one spot. And it's at the top of. No, no, no. I'm saying you've been all over yes. that of like the because Chiefs are the true. best team. I just think there's so many there's so many cuties in the NFL. Are we mistaking that when this that when this sorts itself all out? I think we're gonna look it straight in the face and say, you know what, teams that were in the AFC NFC Championship, those were the four best teams all season long. They won some football games, they lost some football games because it's the National Football League. But we kind of know who those teams are. At least we believe we do. If you had to pick a today. Without seeing the seeding, we're really only halfway through. Name the four teams that you think will play in the AFC and NFC Championship. Chiefs, Bills, Packers, mm-hmm. Buccaneers. Right. And I would say the only – I think that second AFC spot is up for grabs. I didn't, you know I what? I thought about Steelers. it. It could I didn't be the go Bills. Chalk. I, I would have taken yeah, the Steelers, exactly. but, I, but you know, I got to keep it interesting. Exactly. You don't want to go chalk, but that's kind of how it feels. And I think you feel the same way, though. That second AFC spot is probably the one that's the biggest. And I would say the Saints. I would say those are your those are the three best out in the NFC. And then the Chiefs are the clear dog in the AFC. And then you kind of have Pittsburgh, Bills, and then a bunch of other teams that could win a playoff game, could do things interesting. Um, but good team stock up. Great team stock up, I should say. You know, I think, I do believe I think there's that separation. – this is, takes a lot for me to say because I am the father and founding father of the term cutie and the, and, and the teams that belong as cuties. Mm. But I have to take a step back. Are we mistaking cuties for, I don't know, parity in the league? 
No, I think we're mistaken. Like, because we're so we're so used to the M- we're so used to the teams. NBA where there's these clear top head dominant teams where we forget that the NFL is just like kind of another beast. I saw it on tu- I saw it's it on Twitter. Of, the NFL, a lot of ones. I saw it on Twitter go. the other day. Like these guys, like teams are losing. Like an eight and eight team is a few bounces away from being ten and six, and a few bounces away from mm-hmm. being six and ten, and that's what the NFL is. Right. And like you look at the Bills Cardinals game today with the with I think what are they calling it the Murray miracle, the baby goat miracle. Um, <laughs> it just it just it just happens like that. It's a few plays here and there that dictate a record at the end of the season. So maybe listen. Yeah. I, nobody loves I love I love calling a team a cutie like a crack addict needs a spoon, but. Maybe maybe we got to pump the brakes a little on the terms cutie and just realize that, I don't know, the NFL's up for grabs on terms of who wants to lose to the Chiefs in the end. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, my second stock up is lying. First one was thief and now is lying because anyone wow. with two eyes, and I'm a doctor on this podcast, knows that Drew Brees hurt his shoulder today. He got absolutely pile-drived into the ground. You're, like, obsessed with this. I feel like no one even cares, and you were sitting on the couch tonight, like, dude, it's clearly it's a just shoulder, like, and, like, no one was responding to you, and you were so it's obsessed just like, with it. just, like, have the audacity to call it what it is, and then, like, you have Drew Brees at the end of the press conference saying it's... And is your belief they're not saying it's a shoulder injury because, like... Maybe it would hamper his throwing, and then he's yeah, out for I mean, longer. I think, like, what's I think the... this is something to watch. What's your conspiracy? No conspiracy. Here. It's just I don't. I think New Orleans is a bunch of lying liars, and uh, I don't know. I don't appreciate it. And I think Drew Brees. Listen, I've I've called things right in the medical field before. I've called things maybe a little bit wrong, not too wrong. But I think Drew Brees could be out for a little while, and that could really hurt the Saints. And I think the Buccaneers can now take the division. But I just think I just I think they're both face liars, and he hurt his shoulder. And if he listen, if, if, if Drew Brees, <laughs> he's not done. I'm telling you guys, Ava's obsessed with. If this Drew Brees comes injury. back onto the field and he cannot throw the deep ball, just know he hurt his shoulder. That's a bad, <laughs> isn't it? Stock down number one, Russell Wilson, because this is a literal stock down. You had the MVP of the league. What are we thinking? Mahomes by tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. is minus 200. Uh, Josh Allen, Kyler, Mahomes, Rogers, kind of the Rogers. three right now. Rogers is he's not doesn't have the numbers of those three, but he obviously deserves to be up there. I think we're going to have a, a fight for it. If if Mahomes had never won it, he wasn't the poster boy of the league. I think he's in the lead. But we know that they want the new guy to kind of shine. So, stock down, Russ. I, I apparently hasn't thrown a touchdown in the last two games. Who they play last week before he the Rams? It, they lost, right? I Yeah, they lost. But who'd they lose to? I thought they lost to, like, the Bills. Did he not throw a – they did. Did he not throw a touchdown that game? Yeah, he did. But – he didn't throw a touchdown today, apparently. Regardless, Russell Wilson is turning the ball over at an incredibly high rate. The Seahawks, if he doesn't play a perfect game, uh, they have they no are, chance. They stink. The Rams they stink. They are, they are not a good football <laughs> so, team. And it's honestly even funnier to watch them be like truly exposed when Russ is playing poorly because then it's just right. it's right in front of your face. like. Like there, there's no masking <laughs> like, behind the Russ th- miracle thirty-five points that he put on his back, and that was my theory. And you were agreeing with me is like he can carry them even through the regular season to twelve wins, thirteen wins. But it's like to win three or four in a row playing like that against good, really good three or four teams Reminds is impossible. Me of, 
It reminds me good. of Giannis. It does. He can carry a team to 60 wins and dominate throughout, but that, is that playing style going to win you four playoff series? No, because teams adjust and yada, right, yada, right. yada. Um, stock down for me. The Ravens are fraudulent. Very much fraudulent. Nobody is afraid of them in the NFL. They they are now people. Lamar Jackson, though he play, I agree. He played a half decent game tonight in terms of throwing the football. Teams are totally willing to just back it up, let him throw the ball, and Mm -hmm. live and die by it because he is an average at best thrower of the football. Are they putting up points? Sure. All these injuries. All these injuries. The weapons stink. Lamar Jackson isn't an elite enough passer. The Ravens are fraudulent. So the best part, and I'm so for it, is we are trending fully back to Joe Flacco 2010-2009 Ravens football. This this could be an impressive spin of you. Go ahead. We're going to have... A sick defense. You would admit the biggest gap tonight on defense was exactly where our best two run mm-hmm. stoppers were, right? Um, we do have the secondary for it. The linebackers were missing LJ4 is good for That's us. That's crazy because um, we gave you LJ4 and he was a I know, lia- I know. He was a liability on the field for yeah. us. And, and tonight that was Patrick Queen. So we're going to have the defense. We're going to have the special teams. We're going to have the coaching. And you're going to have to kind of game manage that quarterback. But you're going to have that power run game in theory. Now, with Boyle out, it's a whole different story because him and Stanley are two best blockers. But um, now it feels like pressure's lessening on Lamar to a degree because the doubters are there. And I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think injury. if the injuries didn't happen, I would say we're frauds. I think right now it's pretty clear who we are. We're like an above-average football team. With a good defense and a bad okay, offense. I'll, I'll give you above average. I'll give you that. Stock down. Ryan Fitzpatrick, truthers. Abe Granoff, friends of mine. Um, they didn't get the move. <coughs> and I understand it. People like to follow the patterns of the past. They, they think there's this strategy where you don't put in the rookie quarterback if the team's winning, when in theory, if the team's winning with the quarterback who you drafted to replace – then the guy you replace should be put in. Two is three and zero. The Dolphins have won five in a row. Eagleson's the only podcaster in this podcast who won today. Um, we will have a Monday mailbag question about them, so stay tuned. But for now, stock down. Ryan Fitzpatrick, listen, man, believers, listen, man. I just, and people listen, who man, I just, I, I don't do well with change. That's all. And it was a little bit of change. Uh, my second stock down. And how long have we been recording this podcast? Mm, 15, 20 mm, minutes now. 500, 513. Yeah, I don't know what this time is on, on <laughs> audio bits. I looked at that. <laughs> I was like, huh. But if you think I've gone this long without talking about the Eagles, well, we have arrived. Stock down. The New York Giants pulled out a hard-fought win today against my Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, the Eagles are in the driver's seat of this division. They still are. The Giants have pretty much won themselves out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, out of the Justin Fields sweepstakes, into the Daniel Jones is staying sweepstakes, maybe even to the Dave Gettleman is staying sweepstakes. All are terrible moves for their organization, and I'm happy to be a part of it. The Eagles remain atop of the division. Somewhat of a tough schedule coming up. We can agree, but crazy shit happens with this team. I know my team. Um, 
But as far as the game today goes, <sighs> Doug, my G, what are we doing? <laughs> the defense, what are we doing? The thing is, I saw I read a a, um, a quote about the Eagles game today, and Carson Wentz had said, "Well, he didn't throw a pick, and he didn't fumble, so there's that." Let me let me fill you in on something. If you're reading an article about your team and that's the first sentence of the article, chances are your team's not in good shape. Thankfully, mine's in first place, so I don't want to hear it from you. Um, a, a very questionable play calling. We were getting nine yards per carry on the ground or something absurd, six in the air. Doug Peterson, inconsistent play calling the defense. That just shows what happens when you don't have linebackers. Danny Dimes looking like Michael Vick out there. Um but, hey, that's a division game. That's a hard-fought game. We have a get-right game against Cleveland next week, and uh, <laughs> you just got to get into the tournament, and I like our chances. No hate for me. I called the Eagles dead in week and four. It's so crazy to see a dead team that. in first place. It just is. And I still feel that way. And you can spin it's not spinning. all you it's want, it, but deep down spinning? inside, as dead as you are inside, that's no, Jack, how dead you your have, You're the misconception is. of a spin. You were watching the end of the Ravens game tonight when he was coming down and spinning it into let's have some yeah. fun and get Lamar some reps. That's that's what we watched. That's why I was bummed with the weather. <laughs> I am telling you that the Eagles are in first place of the division. That yeah. is a cold, hard fact. How is that a spin? And I'm telling you they're dead. I just thought, that's all. It's, it's, that's it's a fact as well. It they is are very, dead. They're dead. They've, they're deceased. They've passed away. They've been buried six right. feet under. They've got they, nice, if, nice if the Eagles stone. are dead, uh-huh. then the Ravens are on oh, are alive, are on morphine, alive, are on a are on a different stratospheres. I'm on a morphine, morphine drip. NBA trade. Abe's been taking That's drugs, so uh, he thinks that Harden's going to the Sixers. But we'll actually talk about a real rumor that popped up. That has up been today. a what do you mean? Uh, James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. From as far as we know. The report is that Harden is intrigued. The Rockets are not. Brooklyn is making moves, potential moves. Um, and that's really all we know. This could obviously change in the next 12 hours. The trade window, whatever it's called, window, window opens uh, Monday morning. So that's when you're listening to nope, this podcast. And, and Abe is, we've discussed this potential trade. We believe that. A combination of Karis LeVert, Spencer Dimwitty, first-round picks, which the Nets have. They haven't given up picks. And maybe Jared Allen, TLC, Prince. Whoever whoever the the Rockets really want for James Harden. Now, what does this do for the Brooklyn Nets? I think it makes them the prohibitive favorites. I think the better question is is, what does it do to the NBA? And I think the answer to that question is uh, ruins it. Similar to Katie to the Warriors, um, the only reason it's not as drastic is because Katie joined an already established championship team, and this team would have to figure it out on its own. But the East would be done. I would say the Sixers would blow it up. Um, but as far as the Harden deal goes, listen, there's one team that has the best possible piece to offer the Rockets and that is the Philadelphia 76ers, and that is Ben Simmons. You, you see all this stuff. Will Harden, do the Rockets want to move on with Harden? Harden's locked in. I told you right away. 
I'm not buying it. And that's not looking too bad right now because I think the more there wouldn't be these leaked reports about teams that he's interested in and all these rumors if it wasn't a true possibility that he wants out. And now we live in an era where these players control literally he might be pushing himself out. No matter what, if he I wants, think, like it's not a situation where it's not a situation where Houston wouldn't be able to get something for him, and I think that's the biggest difference here. Normally, you see Anthony Davis, right? He's going to end up leaving free agency. He can force himself out. Harden's tied to Houston, you know what I mean? And he's going to play. He's not sitting out. It's not the NFL. So I think Houston actually can say we're not trading James Harden for anything less than no ben no or no matter what if James Harden says I want to trade in the NBA to nowadays if it were the superstar of that level you can't not trade him they I are it is a disagree. superstar players league that they control that's fine I, but like I said, it's not a contract where he has the ability. Exactly, to force it's not. It's not, a, it's not a matter less, of contracts. It's a matter of who controls the league. It no, it's not. It is because it, the same thing with Giannis. If he says he wants to go, the only reason Milwaukee listens is because he's not tied there. But Harden is tied to Houston. I'm not saying that he might not ask to go, but Houston can say, "Okay, we're putting Harden on the market, but we want an All Star player like Ben Simmons. We want." four firsts from Brooklyn, Karasavar, and Dimwitty. To flip it back to Brooklyn, if I am the Brooklyn Nets, whatever, whatever they, they want. want. Whatever, whatever they, they want. want. Literally everything. Because you just give watched. Them Jay-Z. Give them Jay-Z. You literally Jay-Z. just watched. <laughs> you literally just watched the Lakers win with two players and just filled in the funky bunch around them. And now you're going to have three players, three all-star players, you just do whatever. You, James Harden would be the best player on the team. Oh, you think he's better than Durant? Impending Kevin, impending Kevin Durant coming I, off a torn Achilles. You know I, what I mean? Like you're getting a surefire best score in if the league. Kevin, if James Harden goes to the Brooklyn Nets, as far as I'm concerned, Kevin Durant has never won a single championship ring. I am done with that guy. <laughs> like I thought, this Brooklyn move, he finally was like, all right. What what were you saying in the car the other day? Like you don't make that move unless you care what people think or something. It's yeah, just like yeah. or to the Warriors. You were saying Katie to the Warriors. It's just he finally like he made the right move in terms of what people want. Give a shit about what he wants. So so let me ask you because obviously you talked about Kevin Durant, but legacy wise, right? If Harden was a free agent and picked to go to Brooklyn, we would be saying you know oh Harden's taking the easy even, route. I, Katie recruited oh, him. If, 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 I feel oh, like if we he would. Harden was a free agent. And teamed up with KD right? and Kyrie. Yeah, fuck exactly. that. Exactly. It would be, right, Cupcake uh-huh. 2.0. But you're saying Harden has the ability to pick and choose where he wants to go. So is him forcing a trade to Brooklyn I don't, the same? I, see, I, or is see, this I, I just... think it's different because I, think, I don't think he, can, for, I don't Why, think he can force a trade to Brooklyn. He can force a trade out. That's tough with what you're saying. Why? I I know there's a difference, but I think if you feel that he can, if he, he goes to the Houston Rockets and says, go, "I want to trade," that's they have to trade him. They don't have to trade him wherever he wants. It will it would look good. They don't for sure. But he could ask. He could ask. Yeah, and I could ask my mom for a Lambo tomorrow. It doesn't mean I'm gonna get it. And she would. She would do a lot for you, Abe. All, if it all I'm asking for is for her to cook some dinner tomorrow night when I get home from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> all 
So Harden to Nets, we'll see. I think it makes a lot of sense for Brooklyn. I think if they got Simmons, but we've Listen, discussed wait, wait, wait. this. Let's back I don't it up. Think... Let's back it up. You said I think it makes a lot of sense for Brooklyn. Let's dumb it down a little bit. Any basketball team, good move, get top five player. Plain and simple. Unless you're the Sixers and you have to give up Ben Simmons, I don't know. Um, I think it makes you better, but how much of your short-term future are you mortgaging? Top or five like, player in the NBA, no matter what. It, so now you're in on giving up Ben Simmons for Harden? Uh, yes whatever no? it takes. It, it'll hurt. Okay. It'll hurt. And and the same way you and said I know, and, and I know he'll shoot up. a bunch of threes if, in his first X amount of games, just as a little F you. It'll hurt. But you do it in the NBA, superstars win. You do what I know James Harden doesn't and hasn't, and people say that he crumbles under pressure. I don't want to hear that. The guy was one game a Chris Paul hamstring away from beating the KD Warriors. I, that throw that out the window. In the NBA, you do whatever it takes to get superstars, no matter what. And James Harden is a solidified MVP, top the only five thing player is in the league. You said Brooklyn. If Brooklyn got Harden, you said Sixers blow it up. Whatever that means, probably yeah, an overreaction. Sure. Just the thought of they're going to run the league for the East, three, East, four years, right? Which would be the right. Um, but what if Brooklyn does that and then makes a move for Bradley and Beal? has like, all four of them? Is it only? No, 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 no. I'm saying you got Harden for Simmons, right? Because you leveraged your short-term future for a star because you want to go for it. But then they bring in oh, another ch- all-star player. Check Is rock. it only okay. Harden and Embiid, Harden uh, and Embiid versus the world? Check rock, KD. You snake, Kyrie. You flat Earth. Bradley Beal. I got no problem with you. I actually, lo- I actually love Bradley. Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers, Beal. which is next topic. Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers, which is hilarious. Like the the second that there was a new trade window, a trade was made, and they're not supposed to no, do any of this. No. But appa- but apparently Dennis Schroeder was already traded to the Lakers. Great pickup for them. They reportedly are giving up first-round pick, give a lard, and Danny Green, who everyone is going to say was awful, which he was. His defense was big against the Heat in the finals, and that is who he is. This probably replaces Rajon Rondo, which why are people so why, – why wasn't re-signing Rondo, who was so great for them, not like – Who was so great for them a, in, a, in a microcosm in the bubble. People forget throughout the regular yeah. season, Rajon Rondo was a liability, an Awful. absolute liability. Absolutely. But that's playoff Rondo. Like, that actually is something I believe in. He knows how to navigate the playoffs, and he, like, he does his thing in the playoffs. Why, but why don't you think there was a, like, why make a move for Schroeder and not just st- st- take Rondo and then get DeRozan or get gallinari or something along those lines it's it's i think this was a layup of a move because the whole thing we talked about with the lakers was who's going to be their third guy who's going to be the third scorer did they yeah no probably not because they had coups but they got then they get dennis schroeder who is a solidified 18 points 20 points a game like can okay solidified is a crazy thing to say because he did it a really good player he's a great i I don't know i think you you think it make is Danny Green's. What are you losing on Danny Green's defense versus making defense. up with on on Dennis Schroeder's offensive end? The biggest thing that people underestimated all season about the Lakers was obviously they had Brown and AD, but they were a top. Defensive and Danny Green wasn't the, really that full reason. They had a no, he they had was. Avery Bradley. He, all, no, he they wasn't had the Avery full Bradley reason, all year. Obviously. They had guys like Rondo. 
But I'm saying, what do they need more of? Do they need that? What's worth the sacrifice? We can debate the small moves. We'll never really know probably the difference. Um, unless the Clippers make a big move, the Lakers are the favorite in the West. There's no doubt. I'm saying but I'm, apparently Danny Green is just never going to play a game. They're trying to find a third team to facilitate this. It's the Iguodala. It's the Iguodala situation. Um, all right, last NBA trade topic, then we'll take a break. Biggest surprise move that you are guessing could happen, and no James Harden's the Sixers for you. It's not that it's the biggest surprise move it's the move i'm most intrigued to see is what the Mm. warriors do with this number two overall pick and andrew Mm. wiggins and what kind of package they can bring in is it a guy like aldridge do they keep the pick and and take because i'm hearing that they love Lamelo and stuff like that and Lamelo's not falling past two lavar involved in golden state could be fun lavar Lavar and Draymond Green literally fighting at center court is something I would pay a grotesque amount of money to watch. I would pay front row to see that. So I think this whole, how, what does the league think of Andrew Wiggins? It's a shit contract. It's I I mean I am not an Andrew Wiggins guy at all. I think he's absolutely awful. He's awful at defense. He's a shot chucker. He's just not my guy. What can that number two pick in a year that? People are trying to trade back and everything because people don't know, don't have the right read on guys, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. But what can Wiggins and the number two pick, their biggest assets, get them? And how will it complement the Warriors? Because they're coming back, and let me guess, we'll, we'll, we'll take the NBA. Wow, we're doing an NBA preview in a month. Holy crap. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a month. Jack's picking the Warriors to come out of the West. Plain and simple. So, Obviously. what will the Obviously. what will the Warriors do with that? That's what I'm most intrigued to see. I like it. So, call a move though, because that was on the checklist. Okay, since call Aldridge, the, since Aldridge is surprising. the chalky move, and what we're reading, I'm going to throw another name out there: Kevin Love. Kevin Love, number mm. two, and Wiggins to Cleveland. Who knows? Why not? A little small ball line. I mean, that would be a sick move. They for sign Cleveland. a. They sign a. Uh, another uh, forward to go in there with Kevin Love, Draymond, Steph, Clay. They have Looney. They have Looney still. Like, they they got good production out of Pascal. They like pool a little. I think, like, speaking the of which, Warriors speaking really of which, got lucky. Eric Pascal, I'm going to need a follow-up. I'm going to need a follow-up, Mr. Pascal. We might have a little Eric Pascal on the pod. But I think the Warriors got lucky last year. You know, once Steph got down, it was like a tryout for 40 games, and they got to see what they had. Now they bring back Steph, Clay. Kind of wish they never made the uh, um, the D'Lo Wiggins move. It would have been same. also that package would have been way like they could have got a way sicker player. Like, like are they? Are you looking at if you get a D'Lo and uh, and a number two overall pick? Does that get you Bradley Beal? The the biggest question I don't I don't understand is why if the Warriors traded D'Lo to the T Wolves why didn't they get their pick like couldn't they have the number one pick this year yeah, like, well, yeah I, I, I gotta look back at that. that deal was it just a Wiggins D'Lo swap yeah. Nah I think there was had to have been because the Warriors would have got hoodwinked Yeah exactly um, biggest surprise move for me. Um, well, first of all, Anthony Davis declined his uh, last year in his contract, so let's just throw let's that just on the that. table. I mean, Anthony Davis can <laughs> choose where he plays. <laughs> Which is nice. Um, the biggest surprise move is I think that 
Houston's going to keep Russ and Harden. Wow. I've, I, I because, really because they think... want to try and amend things or because nobody wants Russell Westbrook? <laughs> Whatever it may be, it could go a hundred different directions. I think what you said to me was, why after Makes one no season, Makes after no 60 games, everyone blows up everything? The Rockets were playing great basketball. They had beaten the champion Lakers twice with the small ball lineup. Russ gets hurt with the hamstring, which for a player like him is brutal. You go into a bubble. You take a four-month break of COVID. Like, this was not a traditional season, and you're so excited to blow it up. It does sound like there was yeah, I think, I don't think I don't. Maybe that's D'Antoni. I definitely don't kicked. think that they're maybe excited to Maury. blow it up. I just think it's pretty early, and once again, we're hearing two things. One, Rockets want to keep Harden, and two, that there's no market for Russell Westbrook. So if that's the case... Why not try it out? You know, I just think it's it's. So I think it would be a huge surprise if they do, but it wouldn't. The shock reason me. It would the reason a lot it, sense that they don't they is because it's not basketball related. It's personality related. I mean, it's per, it's basketball related Maybe. to an extent, but like every everyone and their mothers on the internet with a blue check mark right now is saying that plain and simple, Russ and Harden don't want to play with each other. They both want the ball in their hands at all times, which is interesting to me because. I don't know what exactly, but I know it's really high, and that's Russell Westbrook's usage rate. So, like, wh- <laughs> Abe, let what me give more you a scenario though. You you don't you don't love your coworker, right? And maybe you're getting a little less projects of work. You know, you're not loving work. But if I told you you got to go to Detroit, and the prime of your the last few years of your prime is going to be playing for a thirty-four and forty-four basketball team or whatever that scenario is for you, maybe you're like, you know what, the guy's not so bad, and we just work together. We don't have to be best friends on the uh, off the court, but we got to figure it out. So that would be a huge surprise for me because, like you said, it sounds like there's major issues between the two of them. But I, I, I don't, I, I don't I think, think it's, it's a matter of to, trying to, to make it work. Up. I think regardless of if what the trade market for Russell Westbrook looks like right now, there is a market for a guy like Russell Westbrook. It's just... How pissed off do you have to be at yourself for like, damn, this is all we can get for him and just like cut your losses and just move on with yourself. But eventually Russell Westbrook will be dealt. Um, I love the, I tweeted this out. I love the fit in Charlotte already. Um, I think when Jordan, (laughs) when Jordan can see a inefficient shot chucker, um, he's salivating at the thought of it. And the only thing on his mind, the only thing on his mind is possibly six rings. So that that fit between MJ and Russ, I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. All right, I was going to plug it in here, but I'll save it for after the break, Monday Mailbag. I know no one really cares about the Knicks, but if we don't get into a little Knicks free agency talk... We just really did. We, just, we talked about how Anthony Davis is a free agent. Nah, that was a little, it was a little tease for the Monday Mailbag. Snapback fam, we'll be right back after the break. All right, fam, we are back. Monday mailbag in Flick Chat. Eagleson gave away some maple syrup. I gave away 50 bucks. Uh, Flick Chat's fun. Hang out, prime time throughout the week, talk sports with the fam. And that's where we're doing Monday mailbag from now on. First question from Doza21. I mean, this is Eagleson's burner, but whatever. <laughs> are, the do- are the Dolphins legit? I literally tuck this team into bed at night, kiss two on the forehead, and say, 
what a rookie year you had. Literally. I hope you win a playoff game. I'll take it a step game. further. I'll take it a step further. I am literally breastfeeding the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> literally, that is how adorable this team is. Um, I can't believe I've mentioned breastfeeding two episodes in a row. Yeah, I'm on fire. fire. Um, listen, this is just like Chris Paul to the Suns. This is fun. That's about it. Their defense is good. Flores is probably going to win coach of the year. Mm, watch um, out for my boy John Gruden. Yeah, I would give it to Flores just because you take a five-win team. Gruden's kind of been established. Whatever, we're not getting into that. Are the Dolphins legit? I'll go as far to say they're legit because they have a good defense. Tua's a great game manager at this point and can make plays more than a game, a plus game manager. Um, weapons are eh, lines on both sides are good. Uh, they're legit. They are a legit, like out of all the six and three teams, I, I think I favor them in the top half over, over Cleveland, over the Raiders, maybe over Tennessee on some days, maybe nope. someone um, Photoshop a dolphin sucking my nipple. And send and DM it to me because that is what the Miami Dolphins are—just a cute team that needs to be breastfed. Who's ha- has anything come through in the chat? Oh, here Who, we go. Who's uh, it? He, he goes, "You are sick." There's no denying that. We'll shoot it straight. Abe's sick in the head. I'm a Lamar Jackson apologist, and the Dolphins are as cute as a breastfeeding child, <laughs> which could be <sighs> ugly. Monday mailbag question number two: Derek Hangry, hungry. Uh, I think I typed it wrong. I think it's Hangry. He's active in the chat, though. He's legit. Uh, first pick in the NBA draft. So this this is our brief NBA draft preview. Um, I Once again, we'll shoot it straight. No clue. I, I know. Absolutely no clue. Uh, okay. Let, it, let us hear it's it. It's Anthony then. Edwards. It's the kid out of Georgia. Um, this kid is a this kid. kid is a Walmart James Harden. Can score at every level. <laughs> is a natural scorer. He's going to be that go-to guy in Minnesota where... 25% of 7,000 people come to watch him, so you can do the math on that. <laughs> him and D'Lo in the backcourt, it'll be fun. Um, I'm going to go Edwards. It's going to be Edwards or Ball, and I think Wiseman goes three. Um, yeah, that's all I got. First pick in the NBA draft. Oof. I'm going to go LaMelo. And you know why I'm going to go LaMelo? Weird. And I'm not saying necessarily it's going to be to the T-Wolves. I think somehow, someway, LeVar Ball did it again. He just, he got speaks, tape on he the just speaks things into existence. He got tape on the... LaMelo Le- Ball played a professional season. You know what LaMelo Ball is. You know he's got two minutes of really good high upside potential film and two minutes of, if he's not drafted by the Knicks, will be blasted all <laughs> over my Twitter on Wednesday night. Um, but I think you know what you're getting and the potential, you could say, is a first-round pick. Um, with her first overall pick with Edwards Wiseman, especially you just have very limited I don't stuff. Know. I they kind of, majority, I kind of like, but it's like no workouts in person. It's just my tough. feelings on James Wiseman. I know he's a totally different type of player, but ever since the DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, Luca, Trey Young draft, I'm just like, why would you ever draft a center first or second overall? I get he can do multiple yeah. things. That's just kind of where I'm at right now in terms of drafting in in the NBA. I did my breakdown of my story on him, and the comparison was a Chris Bosh jumper, and at that age is really promising. But you're bet you're literally banking on six shots, 
that he took from outside the paint looking somewhat solid, a good free throw stroke. You're right. It's a lot. And it's more of a fit thing. It's more of like for the Warriors. Can they – like instead of trading Wiggins in the pick, can they just – put Wiseman in there and he be their number it's, it's five. The, it's the NBA. Show. When you're drafting in the top five or top ten or whatever, you suck. You need to find <laughs> Unless you're going right. to And then you need to find your franchise corner piece. And what is the franchise what is the league built around nowadays? And that is guards and, and swing players and forwards. You cannot build your team around a big man unless you pair him with a guy like James Harden. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm literally salving at the thought of clipping that 30 seconds and then listening to Abe tell me how a big man and and a guy who can't shoot threes is well, the not, future he's, he's of a win, Eastern Conference. But if you pair him with James Harden, um, you know, everything changes. Last question, Pedro Washington. Which teams need to make moves in the NBA? So I think, like, Lakers got Schroeder, bonus move. I think um, a team like Brooklyn, do they need to make a move? Probably. It doesn't need to be James Absolutely Harden, not. But they have a lot of expiring stuff, and we don't think they're a contender. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my one and two. I'll start. Number one, Milwaukee. We agree on that. If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you you're, you're in panic state. mode. You're, you, you, are, you, are, you are. Giannis has until, I think, Wednesday or, the tw- I don't know, some day. It's the night of game one. It's to accept his rookie. To sign this. So, yeah, sign yeah you are in full on panic mode because if Giannis makes up his mind and decides to leave, you forfeit the next 15 years, plain and simple, because of your, because so of your geographic he can, location. He cannot make a move. I, I'm, by the way, I totally, I totally think he does sign it. I think he signs a Supermax. But he, what I'm saying is he could almost take the approach of, okay, show me before this mm-hmm. season. Okay, we play the first 30 games. Obviously, they'll have a good record. But before the trade deadline, do they feel like they're going to be a threat in the Eastern Conference playoffs? And if that's no, and then they don't make the move at the deadline after the season, okay, he'll probably walk. And then you, they cannot, you cannot let him walk for nothing. Or you have a scenario where they don't panic before, but then they get to the trade deadline and they, they're a move away. At least they feel that way. They make the right moves. Giannis is happy. Then you kind of see how it goes. He signs the Supermax. But the, the funniest part is when you're signing Giannis to the Supermax, you're already obviously locking up a max slot. And then how much of your future do you want to leverage to keep a guy who then you're going to need to build around for the future? It's complicated. But Milwaukee The Bucks, Bucks are screwed. Uh, I'm just going to say it. The Bucks nah, are screwed. They're not. they're not. The Bucks are screwed. So the Bucks we both agree on. Um, and this isn't. This obviously is personal, but the Sixers have to make a move. The Sixers have to make a move because that roster doesn't work as currently constructed. And you have two superstars who are locked up for the next five years, where and you finally have another coach. It's not the that's Tobias Harris and and someone, or that's Horford. Which locked up? I got confused. Ben and Joel. And you said superstars. Ben and Joel. But you but you have zero superstars. Corner pieces. Roster. Corner pieces. Okay. We finally. We have, no we, we have a GM who is known for building around his talent, how, if it works or not. We have a new coach, so that you can't blame. you got to figure something out. you got to get a Horford off the books. Keep Tobias totally cool with it. You're going to have to attach an asset to Horford. you got to do something. Another team that has to make a move in the East, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have to make a move because they got so lucky in the bubble. 
so lucky in the bubble. I, unless I don't think I disagree strongly. Because they think that they're actually contenders, and they're not. The Miami Heat are not contenders. I, I get that you're you're going to ride with the bubble, Heat, kind of same thing with the Niners they did last no, year. No, it's, it's, totally, it's, totally it's totally different. The reason I strongly disagree is they don't have to because Giannis becomes a free agent after the season. You know, Booker, Beal, they'll continue to get upset. They right, don't I can't, have I can't, to I'm make okay any that. move. I'm okay with that. So um, the Knicks have to make a move because – it would be boring if they didn't. And this podcast, the Snapback Sports Story, Instagram, everyone needs the Knicks to do something. Knicks for clicks. And I'm not even saying make a good move. No, you just got to stay saying, in the news so we can have people tweet about rumors. You don't even need the players. You just exactly. need the rumors. We have Knicks to, for clicks, baby. Right, make a Knicks move. Knicks for clicks. So whether it's you take on Russell you Westbrook. You take on Michael it feels Gilchrist. Like this, it feels like the CV3 momentum is falling apart, which is just sad for me, honestly, because – um, the Knicks, like they're gonna have to pay Chris Paul's contract, but the amount of CB3 Knicks jerseys I would buy probably cancels each other's out. So, Knicks got to make a move. Backcourt of Russ um, and CP in the Mecca with Van Vliet and Jeff Teague. Um, no, with, no, from no fo- from no guards to no forwards. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because it's a guard heavy league. All right, Eagleson, get in here. Can't believe the Ravens lost. I mean, I can, but you zero point zeroed it. Yeah. Same record as the um, Eagleson. Huh? What'd you say? Same record as the Dolphins. That is correct. That, that is, is correct. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good for Miami. Bad for you guys. I'd lost say. to a team with the same amount of wins as the Eagles. Lost to a team with the same amount. Well, they have four wins. They had three at the time when they lost the Eagles. No, but they have four. They, they have had four. three. Well, they can't lose at the same time. Eagles and Buddy. The Eagles they... and Buddy. How was school? Eh? Or how's school going to be this week? Eh? Well, there's not a whole lot going on. So you know what? I'm not just going to keep it to so you better school. So you better keep studying. A little driver's ed school, maybe? Ooh. Ooh. What side of the road do you guys drive on? The right. Okay. Correct. Well done. Yeah. So <laughs> finish driver's ed today. And uh, you guys Here. will be proud to hear 90 on the midterm exam, 85 oh, on the final wait. exam. Ah, so you nice. have very your nice. permit? I have my learner's permit. I can't go for my like full license for a little while. How many times have you been behind the wheel till of a car? Wait, till when? Till when? Well, all of the like test centers and everything is all booked up because they're all closed for months, right? Oof, so awesome. a ton of them are backed up to like 2022, but they're going to try and figure out some other 2022? <laughs> You're telling me nobody in Canada is getting their license for the next year and a half except the That's people that have the guy an appointment? Unless you want to go out up until like the middle of nowhere. but Go into the thingies. The territories. What? <laughs> yeah. But I'm you better, sure cut, you better, go, you better go strapped. <laughs> yeah, no just kidding. in case wait so explain this so what is how old are you for the people 16 like dead 16 16 and a half my birthday is like in february 16. we went uh, over this we went over what? this 23 22 16 all right so you are same so shit. you are 16 and a half yeah okay well 16 three quarters actually and so you get your permit at what age normally? You can go for your learner's permit. It's called G1 here, at, like right at your 16th birthday. What? Okay. And then when can you get your license? You can go for your G2, 
which is the next one either <laughs> it's kind of sick uh 12 months after so a year or unless you take driver's ed in which you can do it eight months have you how many times have you been behind the wheel of a car lots of times are you nice with it I hit my basketball net back out of my driveway one nice. time. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Uh, Do you have, um, are there backup cameras in Canada? Or yes, no? we have those. Nice. Um, so then you could get your license now, right? Or it's eight months from when you got your learner's permit? Yeah, eight months from when you got your learner's okay. permit. Okay. So you can't get your license for eight more months? No, because I got my learner's permit in February. Oh, so you could get it whenever. So all you have to do right now is take a driver's test? Yeah, except everything's so backed up because of COVID, I can't actually, like, go test anywhere. Fun fact, I failed my driver's test um, because really? of parallel More parking. Nope, just once. Because of parallel parking. And the most screwed up part about it was, so the parallel parking test was in the beginning, and I did the parallel parking, so I thought, maybe. And they make you do the rest didn't? of it. Oh, that's disgusting. That's, that's a crime, right? It's criminal. They made, that, they made yeah. me... And they don't they, tell you till, till they, after. They took leave. me around the rest of the course, and I'm a 16-year-old kid, giddy as ever, all yeah. cooped up on pixie sticks and whatnot, <laughs> ready ready to get my license, and the guy's like, you messed up your three-point or your, your parallel parking. What, bro? You just yeah. I've just been driving around the past 12 minutes <laughs> with literally piss in my pants. That's yeah, they, crazy. Like, yeah, they don't locked up for after. that. Dude, yeah, you, you, yeah, you go uh, pull into the drive test center. No, Sorry, it's funny you, you say that. It's funny you say that. I had I had a bunch of friends who messed up parallel parking too, and they were told right there. It's just that guy was feeling like a total dick. Seriously. So funny story. I I, I assume most people have a funny driver's license story. I went to. We found the course. I went to a specific. There was a known to be easier. Do you, do you have that? In I New did Jersey it. I did the one Canada? by me. And, but like right. there, is, there is so one. I went yeah. deeper. Yeah, I passed the. I went, for, I I went passed forty-five the time, minutes. By the way, congrats! Thanks. I went forty-five minutes Appreciate away. That. I we thought we found the course, so we did it twice. Turns on. Um, turns out drove, you want X Games mode. <laughs> we go forty-five minutes away. Try the course twice. There's traffic circles. There's a lot going on. It was complicated. Um, feel good. Come home. Go out there the next day. Um, do the parallel parking. And there's one automatic fail in the parallel park. If you go on the curb, auto fail. It's called a, it's called a love tap just to make sure you're in there. No, that's what I'm saying. If you get on the curb, though, you're off the ground, auto fail. I'm parallel parking. I'm on the curb. And it was one of those, like, don't even try. It was like, look to the right, be like, damn. <laughs> and I just like... It's what- it's like, one of those like things. It sounds like one of those things where you know you're gonna fart, but you don't want people to hear it, so you let out a cough before. Like, how can I distract this lady so she doesn't really feel the car hitting the ground when I get back? But but everyone in the car knew what was going on, so I pull off, and she didn't say anything, so I was fine. So then we get to the road test, and it's like this is it. Like I I escaped with a, a backdoor cover. On the parallel park, I know I got to make this left turn, start the road test. They're like, all right, make a right turn. <laughs> and now I'm really throwing for a whirl. I'm like checking everywhere. Like I'm brand oh, new. I'm you're throwing you're, off you're a one read driver. Yeah, seriously. The um, Baker Mayfield, Baker then, Mayfield behind, the, behind the wheel. It just took it slow, drove horribly. 
Got my license, first try, and uh, the rest is Eagle said, I'm going to need you, when you go for your driver's test, to probably wear a hidden body camera. Just so we can do that. Feels illegal. uh, I mean, it's Canada. You don't know what's legal and what's not. Um, But what else? You got school this week? Week hype? School this week. I'm I'm itching for a math test, personally. I'm not not excited (laughs) at all. Although my math teacher, her... Drew Brees. I feel like I could run through a wall after some of the hype speeches she gives us. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've never personally had She makes a... me feel like I could actually do math. And then you did. And, and, and like then that. they put the paper in front of your face, and what happens? And then, then it doesn't go so well. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. You know what? Listen, you don't need all that shit. The only math you need to know is uh, plus 130, plus 145. <laughs> Minus 200. Minus six and a half. That's all. Ravens plus eight and a half. Yikes. 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 Wait, that hit. Right? No, no. He he got it wrong. Minus it. Oh. Um, All right. Before we go, I know you've been craving it. Let's hear it. Miami Dolphins, your favorite football team. What's good? They're good. They're not cuties. They're better than all of the six and five teams. Six and three teams. Six and three, yeah. I they're better than all of the six and three teams. They're better than Tennessee, Indy, Baltimore, the Raiders, and Cleveland. I think Baltimore is the only one that I'm not so sure about, but I think they're better than Cleveland. I think they're better than the Raiders. I think they're better than Indy. I think they're better than Tennessee. How's the offense? That's the biggest question mark for me. I know the strategy on defense is simple. They put X and they put byron on the best receivers and then they play 9v9 essentially what what's good with the offense though the offense like obviously like you said that Tua game manages and that that's how it goes like when we saw the arizona game they can keep up like he can throw for 250 and three touchdowns if he has to Mm -hmm. just the only thing with me is they need to get the running game going a bit better that like that they don't have a running back though that's the problem like they run running all backs the injuries, don't it's not even need, their fault they anyone don't. can play running back. they don't they don't that's a good point um i would say the one thing i've noticed with miami that can get them in trouble if they start to think about playoff aspirations and winning games in the playoffs is they can put up the points but it feels like all or nothing drives like it'll go three series without a first which is going to put them in bad mm-hmm. field position or behind the sticks, and then a touchdown drive. Like, they put up 28. One was off a black field goal today or block punt. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like they're moving, making progress, putting pressure on the defense, and then either scoring or getting to midfield. It's like three and out or one first down yeah. and a punt, it, and that's that's a dangerous game. Yeah, it seems like they get momentum. You know, they'll have a blocked punt. They'll score a touchdown. They'll drive. They'll score a touchdown, and they'll stall for a little bit. Right. You, don't you, know, act, you don't actually think they're going anywhere. I think they could win a playoff game. I, I think if that's the expectation, uh, now that I think about it, the Bills are going to win the division most likely. If things Even stay you guys, exactly I know how are they close. are right now. I know you're close. Week 17, Buffalo. Yeah. I trust me. I know what's good. I don't think you're going to win the division. And we what would that put schedule. you at? They would have to go. They would have to go into Buffalo as of today. Yeah, but it could yeah, we, be we, Buffalo, we would go into it Buffalo. could be India, it could be Tennessee, it could be Kansas City. 
I think we would it's absolutely destroy Indy and Tennessee. Jesus Christ. I'll have what he's having. The, <laughs> the takeaway here is everything Abe and I have communicated to the fam over the past three months, which is expectations, expectations, expectations. You have a team like the Miami Dolphins, who at 6-3 and three, live in life. You have a team like the Cleveland Browns, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, live in life. You got the Tennessee Titans, the Colts, and the Ravens. Miserable. Absolute misery from those three fan bases. All six and three. And I think that's just what sports are. I'm so. having a blast. You're lying. Mm, yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. But just got to get in. Just got to get in. I feel that way you gotta, as well. Why don't you I place fam- your Giants uh, NFC bet tomorrow morning? Um, I'm out of credit. I told uh, you, you can borrow, we you can borrow new- mine. Until we have a new president, I'm out of credit. You so you only have a half a game lead. It's more. It's, it's well, more than lead than you have. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right, we'll log off with this: Cleveland, Arizona, Seattle, Green Bay, and New Orleans. The next five games for we'll the Eagles. We'll see you at three and ten, my we'll guy. Get two. I promise you, we'll get two. Do you want to make the bet right now? I'll bet you fifty dollars that we get two, straight up. Okay. Straight well, up, over. let's do it for a hundred. No, <laughs> just because I feel like you have a bet in the bag. The Ellinger, you have a hundred bucks in the bag. All right, bag we'll double or nothing, Ellinger. All right, double or nothing. Abe's By the way, the I have to run the win. tape back, but I'm pretty sure Ellinger's three hundred. I know you got to run it back, but whatever. Uh, good luck. Fair. Did you delete the episode, you piece of shit? <laughs> no, no. Browns. No. Well, I have Eagleson to do my homework for me. Browns, Cardinals. Saints, Packers, Seahawks. I don't know how. I don't know where. But the Eagles will win two of those games. Good night, fam. One of them will we'll be see three and ten, my dude. Wild three and ten. Wild. <laughs> With like you would be a half game out of the division. Oh yeah, control our own destiny. Thinking about watching five more weeks of regular season football like hurts my body. Just makes me upset. Yeah, football's dangerous. Sunday scaries, fam. Much love. Peace.